Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, hey, Gator Nation. Welcome back to Respect Our Decision, part of the people. Guys, it's a brand new year. It's a brand new time to do part of the people, guys. It's back our show that we do each and every week where you guys send in your questions to our Facebook group and our Twitter page. And you send in those questions and we try to throw some answers behind them, what we've been hearing, what we personally think. Put a little context to your questions. Have a little fun while we're at it. We're not going to do a community question this week. Kind of doing this as a, as, as, as you will, a soft reopening Next week will be our grand reopening of Pod of the People. We'll have a community question brought to you by CJ. It'll be something fun, I'm sure. Something that brings back memories of, of days of old, you know, as we ring in 2024. But we're going to jump right into it, man. First question of the week comes from our good friend Ryan Garen. Ryan asked, is, is part of our Facebook group and part of our Facebook chat. If you're not part of that, guys, join our Facebook group, Respect Our Decision. And jump into that recruiting chat that we have, man. We have a good time, good people, no message board vibe to it where people are calling other people names or saying other people that they're dumb for their opinion. Just good fashion gator football talk. But anyway, Ryan's question is, when will the team shift focus more on the 2025 recruiting cycle? I see a lot of big, bigger Power 5 teams already landing studs in the class. Hopefully we will get in the mix ASAP. CJ, what's your what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, um, I don't I don't know. I, I know we already are, we have one commitment. Uh, we have one running back commitment, which is you know a good running back. And I, I, right now, it seems like man, we got to win this year. So uh, you know, before you they they've got to get everything squared away. It uh, feels like they're worried about the portal, um, those kind of things. Those need to be done like immediately. So uh, that that's what I would I would focus on, you know, first and foremost. Um, and I understand, you know, 
we've got 20 front 25 kids that have visited. Um, we've got, you know, feelers out to kids. Um, you know, we've got kids that are talking about coming on visits. So just, you know, again, it'll probably be early spring, you know, like usual into the summer. That's when you really get heavy into the recruiting for the, the next cycle. But I feel like the way the portal is now, you've got to just kind of divert all your attention and all your resources to that at the moment, especially in a position like we're in where we really need to start winning some games like now. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that we're just we just don't have the luxury to to sit on, you know, rest on our laurels and and kind of wait for the 2025 recruiting class. I just don't I don't think that's what we want to see right now. I think everybody is happy with them, you know, really hitting the portal. So, yeah, you know, it is what it is. I know. But like I said, I know for a fact that they are recruiting kids in the 2025 cycle. We've had kids that have visited. And, you know, as the spring goes along, you'll see more of them. Absolutely. Wes, our next question comes from our good friend Lucas, the Gator Man. Lucas asks, how many kids of the out of the portal do you think we locked down on visits this week? Wes, you get, how many – put a number on it. How many portal th- kids you think we're, getting, we're landing this week? I would say maybe three. I would say three. Um, does that count, Scooby? Not Scooby, I'm sorry. Ooh, pup. Does that count, Pup? Yeah, that, that that that's with pup. Um, I'm 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 gonna say three, maybe I'm gonna say, uh, one of those linemen. Um, I know we talked about it on the podcast uh, from Thursday and Thursday uh, about the two linemen. Uh, one's from LSU, right, and then the 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 six nine kid from um, Arkansas. So I'm thinking we get our linemen. Um, I'm gonna say Rogers, and I say we get pup. Um, those are my three. Uh, immediate maybe a DB on, but those we'll go with three guys. We we get Rod just because I'm hopeful that that's my wild card. Uh, and hopeful, I think we get Rodgers, we get Pup, and then we get the one of those offensive linemen from Arkansas. So if I will go, I will go with those three. Ryan Parker asking Ryan, I'll answer this one for you. I know the focus has shifted to the portal, rightfully so. But with National Signing Day on the way next month, are there any high school recruits still being pursued or full steam ahead in the portal only? Uh, <clears throat> Ryan, I think for the most part, you're right there. It's it's full steam ahead on the portal because spots are limited, even with all the, the transfers out. Um, one name I will say to keep an eye on right now is uh, Kevin Humes. He's a defensive back out of Maryland that just reclassified to 2020. 24 from the 2025 class. He's from St. Francis uh, High School up there in in Baltimore. Um, He's 5'11", 175 pounds, cornerback. I know Harris jumped on him as soon as he reclassified. Uh, He's going to take a visit. I'm not sure exactly when that visit's going to be, obviously between now and February. But um, he's, he's trying to line up a bunch of visits real quick. I know Penn State and Notre Dame are also in the mix for that young man. But that is one name that I've heard of for us to look out for. Obviously, Zay Mincy is announcing on the six. Right now, all signs point to Zay Mincy going to Bama. Um, it is what it is right there. I mean, could we be surprised? Sure. Does Do I think we're going to be? No. <laughs> Just is what it is. I know there was a safety out in California. I don't have his name in front of me right now because I don't believe there's been a whole lot of traction 
on that. I think they want to see what they get in the portal first. And then, you know, if they miss on somebody, maybe they thought they were going to get, go back to this guy, but I think they want to get a experienced safety out of the portal. I think that's their priority. So no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, unless somebody just absolutely pops out of nowhere, I wouldn't expect anyone else for this class. Maybe the Humes kid. Um, but like I said, he's from Baltimore, that Penn State's involved, Notre Dame's involved. You know, you might – I don't know if you're going to pull that kid or not. So, all right. Justin Cordero, thanks for jumping back in here with us. Justin, you were always a great question asker and, and part of the people. And this one's going to be for you, CJ. How many portal kids do you see us taking and what – would the position breakdown be hoping for at least two more offensive linemen? Yeah, I feel like that's probably what we're turning towards. A couple more offensive linemen. We've got four uh, players right now. Um, I I think we're we're in line to take probably at least ten um, before it's all over with, based on like the numbers we're hearing in and out uh, kids that we feel really good about right now. You've got five kids coming in to visit. I think at least half of those kids are probably. Um, going to commit this weekend, so you you know you're looking at two or three more. That puts you, that puts you right there at seven. So then you know, I think again three more. I think about ten guys, maybe more. Uh, but I, I think at least ten portal guys. Uh, again, we're going to get you know some more offensive linemen. That's the goal right now. Um, Manuel looks really good from Arkansas as the kid that looks like it's very likely. Um, you know, Pup is another guy. So there's a linebacker. You got Slackman on the D line. You know, you're looking at adding uh, Cassius Howell out of uh, Bowling Green as a, another edge rusher kind of guy. Um, you know, the DBs we've talked about Humphrey. Um, you, you need another DB. The DB out of Tulane um, is is another kid that I think that we're looking, you know, really heavily trending heavily for. Um, so I think that that's kind of the breakdown of it. Um, you know, you you'd love to say, hey, we could get. 15 kids out of the portal, but I just don't feel like we've got the roster spots for that. Now you'd have to tell some other kids they need to kick rocks. And I don't think we're in a position now where we got a whole lot of guys left that we want to do that with. I mean, um, like I, I was said on the main show, there's a concern maybe over Cam Carroll's injury might be career ending. So that might be another spot if that's the case. Um, after that, guys, I mean, you're really kind of, I mean, who who are you going to lose? <laughs> I mean, you, you've got uh, Jason Marshall said he was coming back today. I mean, this this show will be airing Sunday, so that'll be old news by then. But so therefore, there's another spot that you thought maybe you might have, but no, Jason Marshall's back. The staff has known this all along, so this isn't really big news to them. But so, I mean, you're really up against it space wise as far as adding anything more than like CJ said, 10 you're and then you might still have to make another space or two. All right, Wes, this one's going to be for you. I know this is going to get you excited because this is a topic you love to talk about recently. Corinthian Perry says hearing Napier might be calling plays again. Y'all's thoughts first Wes, before you answer this, it's highly unlikely right now that Billy Napier is calling plays in 2024. We covered this last week. We had a big conversation about the offensive coordinator situation. But it is completely my understanding Billy Napier is hiring an offensive coordinator. Um, but, Wes, what are your thoughts? Hmm. Um, 
I don't think he will be calling plays. I agree with, with what you just said, Hirsch. Um, all indications right now uh, is going to be Willie Korn. Um, if uh, it's his job, if he wants it, I, I personally, um, I, I talked to CJ and Hirsch about this. Is nothing uh, secretive. Uh, this is just being transparent. I, I would have liked Marion to come in uh, based on what I saw Saturday. Uh, not Saturday, excuse me, Monday in the bowl game. And it's nothing about, um, it's nothing about, you know, I know Liberty is undermanned versus uh, when they played Oregon. But to me, my thing was I wanted to see more creativity on offense. If I could, I know they weren't going to be able to hold up up front. The offensive line is too small to deal with uh, the power five and then the recruiting problems of, of Oregon. So that, that wasn't my concern. I just wanted to see guys in position to make plays. And if they could make those plays, then I'm assuming if they are at Florida, the athletes that we have, they're going to make plays. So um, it's not that I don't think that maybe Willie is, is hamstrung from Chadwell and stuff that, you know, he has to run there because of that's his offense. And maybe he can be, he's a young guy. So I wanted a young, innovative guy. But if I had my pick, I would have uh, picked Marion. But if it's corn, I'm going to love corn as well. It just, to pick out of two, the thing that I think most of us fans wanted is not Billy being there and him maybe showing more when you're not calling the plays and you don't have to run the offense, maybe he can be more of the CEO that maybe you see Dabo Sweeney and you see uh, Nick, well, I don't want to say Nick Saban because Nick Saban is still involved with the defense, but if you see Dabo Sweeney is more, he has hands on more things and you're free to do more things and maybe our special teams is not as bad as our special teams has been. Maybe he's in those rooms and in those meetings and handling things where he don't have to prep for defense and look at different things on the defense all week because if you be the office coordinator, Billy Hands is, we know, we know how footballers run, Hurst and CJ. If he's the offensive coordinator, he's watching film of that. He can't be in the room with Armstrong because he has to prep for that. Is We're not playing Fordham every week. We're not playing South Carolina State. We're not playing Florida A&M. We're playing Georgia's. And so there's no time for him to go to the defensive meeting room. There's no time for him to go to the special teams meeting room. So he has to be in Georgia's defense. Like, what is Georgia doing? How can I beat Kirby and Muschamp? How, what can I do to, to get my, my guys in position to make plays? And to me, he has more of a freedom to be in these other rooms and be more of the senior coach that I think he wants to be, but he loves to call plays. He's an offensive guy. Uh, it's like playing Madden. And if it was us, like, we, we want to be involved. We want to do those type of things. Uh, so uh, that was his niche. That was his calling card. So I get why he would want to keep continue to do it. But I, I think getting a young guy in Willie Corn be uh, beneficial for not only uh, our offense, but for Billy himself. Absolutely. All right. We've now arrived to the Justin Wood portion of the, uh, <laughs> of the program. Justin, man, thank you as always for being the number one contributor to pot of people. I don't know if we could put this show on weekly if it wasn't for Justin, because that man always gets us four or five more questions. And this is no exception. CJ, I'm going to give the first one to you. Do you think Florida missed on some of the kids because they knew they could land kids in the portal? I don't I don't think that that – I think that Florida had backup plans, but I don't think that there was a kid in the class that we were like, okay, we're going to go ahead and miss on him. 
if he was already committed, I, I don't think Florida was like, uh, we don't want you. Maybe uh, Darius Hayes is like the only I one. Gonna that I was going to say, I think Hayes is up. the only example of that. The, the rest of them, you know, I understand, you know, getting in kids like um, Cassius Howell and, and, you know, we've, we've talked about some other edge rushers. Uh, but, you know, I, I think, you know, Florida fully intended would have rather had Amaris Williams and Jamata Waller and, and those guys. I think that those were guys that they picked out. I think those guys could have, you know, contributed immediately. This is just the portal is is a great pivot option uh, for losing kids, and you're you're able to go in and and pick and choose and fill gaps. You know, high school recruiting is always going to be bread and butter. You need to high school. You need to recruit high school well. That's that's it. You're not going to convince me otherwise. However, the portal needs to be used very effectively to fill gaps upgrade positions, things like that. Uh, you know, you could talk, you know, I, I'm still not on the train of you just need to forget high school recruiting. It doesn't matter. You need to just build the team ground up from the portal. I, I just can't, I can't get on board with that, but I feel like we need to do a better job of using it as a resource. I think a lot of teams still are, we're trying to get the hang of the thing, understand what, what it, what the, what are the negatives and the positives of it? Um, you know, you're spending money. Uh, a lot of it's, you know, you have to you have to throw money at kids and NIL, and it's, it's, it's a convoluted mess, but it's just the way it is, and that's the game you have to play. So now with the guys that we did miss on, you know, the guys that we had transfer out, we have the portal there as like a backup option. I, I don't think that there was anybody, like I said, aside from maybe a Darius Hayes who was just like, you. I think that they, they stayed committed to him longer than they needed to. Um, I feel like they – they tried to make it work. Um, they, they, you know, they were going to say, "Okay, we're going to take your commitment." Uh, when he went on that last visit to Miami, they were like, "You know what? You don't want to be here anyway. Let's just go ahead. Bygones be bygones. Wipe our hands of this thing." Um, and now it looks like we're coming up on a, you know, an option to uh, pivot to um, Pup Howard, who jumped to the port. He might be, he could be a Gator by the time this drops. I, I don't know. But, you know, it seems like he's the guy that we have, you know, pegged to replace him. And that's a great option of a kid who's very young. He'll only be a sophomore. Uh, he's a Jacksonville kid, so it's not like he's going to get homesick or anything like that. So I, I feel like that that's that's kind of what the portal is going to be for us, is just a good tool to fill gaps and upgrade some positions. And even more so, this is why Pup Howard is an absolute example why you don't burn bridges in recruiting. Um, you, if a kid picks another school, man, appreciate you giving us an opportunity. You know, hey, we're still going to recruit you to the buzzer, yada, yada. Um, you know, hey, if it doesn't work out, keep us in mind and things coming back around. All right, Wes, the next question for, from Justin. Do you think Florida's portal strategy has been better this time around? With the position that we were in, yes. Um, people have to understand that even the the I forgot who asked. I think it was Ryan that asked CJ the first question about the twenty five class. It's going to be hard to get guys in with schools negative recruiting that Billy's not going to be here. That's recruits. What they that that's that's what got guys that we recruit now from the portal probably know okay those guys want to come in and play now knowing that this is maybe their last year in school trying to make some i mean we talked about pup he's different 
but uh, he's he's you know he he can come in and make a difference. So uh, like I said, the twenty five class, uh, as far as that is concerned. Uh Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I think that's going to be kind of hard until we prove some things on the field. With the portal, I think it did improve. We, we are attacking positions with the offensive line that I love, uh, trying to get guys in. We just talked about two guys from Arkansas LSU. Uh, we got one guy in already from San Diego State. Um, we got uh, Slackman, the DN. We were looking at another guy that CJ was talking about that had nine and a half sacks that if you can bring, if he can get five with limited snaps because we got Kersey and Collins and Boone back next year, if he can get four or five sacks, then I love that. Um, I feel like the positions that we need, as far as I'm concerned, linebacker, offensive line, two of the most important positions that I feel like we need coming into the portal. To me, it's like free agency. If you're an NFL team, you're looking for free agency. Uh, CJ just talked about it. The portal is not the way to build your roster. It's through uh, recruiting, just like NFL team. is through the draft. You use the portal, just like NFL teams use free agency to plug uh different positions but you don't build it you don't build your team through free agency you don't build your team through the portal you just get guys in that you know you need we need offensive line you get those guys you need linebackers okay we recruited those guys and then we got one guy hopefully that we can get in here we needed some d linemen we got a couple guys coming in on the d line uh secondary that may be a need that I, I, I like some of the young guys we have, but we need depth, so we bring guys in here now. So I like it. Uh, uh, I know you won't want to be Ole Miss and say, uh, but Ole Miss is a team that's ready to compete for a championship next year. So they're going to get uh, the Walter Nolans. They're going to get the Princeleys. They're going to get those type of guys because they're ready to compete next year for a championship. We're not in that uh, position to compete for a championship next year. Maybe 2025, you see some splash. If kids see, dang, DJ came in and did some stuff. Dang, Trey Wilson is doing some stuff. Dang, Treon Webb is doing some stuff. Dang, Collins is really that dude. Dang, Pup is that dude. Dang, Jordan Costello is that dude. I can come in and be the next corner to help them out. I can be that offensive lineman to give DJ Ladway some time. So when we get to that level, then you start recruiting bigger and better guys like uh, a la Florida State. They had a Heisman. We don't like Florida State, but they had a Heisman candidate come back next year, uh, which was this year, as uh, – Jordan Travis. So kids like Coleman, the receiver, went to Florida State. Okay, they got a Heisman, a Heisman Trophy candidate type guy. So when you're in that position, you 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 go in the portal to get those type of guys. Billy's in the position right now where he's trying to get a guy. He's trying to get kids right now to win eight games, eight, nine games. 
we're not in that position to, to, to try to compete for a championship, so we're not going to th- those caliber kids. So, yeah, to, to make that long answer, I'm sorry. But, yeah, uh, I think we're doing fine. Okay, before I get to, to his baseball question, I'm going to go ahead and add, he had one other question, and we kind of already talked about it. Chances Florida hires an OC before the season starts. Um, Justin, I think the, the chances are exceptionally good. I would imagine um, you'll you'll see – I my personal thought process is you'll see an OC hired probably by the first or second week of February. Just personal thought process here. I think maybe, you know, contracts for the coaches on the staff, for a certain number of coaches on the staff, uh, excluding – Billy Gonzalez, I know, was signed for an extra year after this. And um, there's another one, and I can't remember who that is, that signed through 2025. But a handful of guys, their contract is up at the end of January. And then I think you'll see. And, you know, the NFL might come calling for somebody or not. I can't say I've heard this. I'm just speculating. But And then I think once you have a position open, then you'll see something happen with the offensive coordinator. That's just personal thought. Nothing I've been told, but, you know. All right, CJ, here it is. I lost it. All right. Here it is. All right. lost it again. Don't lose it. (laughs) What are your thoughts on the baseball team this year? Been hearing really good things about Colby Shelton. Uh, Colby Shelton is a guy that I'm super excited about. Absolutely great player at Alabama. Probably Sully's best work in the transfer portal. This guy's ready to go. You plug him in, he's ready to play. The baseball team is going to be very good. I, I think we're going to be on a run for, you know, to get back to the College World Series and compete for a national championship again. Um, you know, that's high praise, but when you look at it, you've got guys up and down the field that are just absolute studs at their position. You're, you're coming back with Brandon Neely, who is the just an ace of a closer. Um, you, you know, you made some strides with the young pitching last year. Um, Jack Caglione, from all accounts, from what I've seen him in the fall um, exhibitions and things, it seems like Jack has gotten his arm control back. Um, you know, usually when you talk about Tommy Johns, it takes a, a year um, to really develop some control again. And based on what I saw, not only has he gained more control of it, if he, I didn't know it was possible, but his his fastball has gotten faster. I think he was up to a 102 uh, throwing a fastball. Just absolute ridiculous athlete. The guy's without a doubt a top five MLB pick. Kids can play both ways. Stud, if he pulls out and does what he did last year with the bat, the sky's the limit. You know, you, you, you just got a lot of guys. Kate Curland, um, you know, just tons, tons of talent on this baseball team. Um, I, I'm really excited to, to see what what we're gonna do. Um, just a really good, really good group of guys. Uh, like I said, we'll get into that as baseball season gets closer. I'll run down the um, the roster, you know, things like that. What we're looking at the pitching rotations, um, but it, I, I think that we're primed for another run for sure. I think that this team is has you know you know you talk about last year. Um, you know, you're like, oh, well, you know, we can't be as good as last year. You know, last year's team climbed higher heights than I think we expected. Uh, I think we all expected last year's team to be very good. 
Um, but, you know, you saw a development from guys like Rivera, who was a solid, you know, you know, mechanic. He was a great player, uh, but it, but he went into the next level, you know. So now you've had another offseason. These kids play all year. You play baseball pretty much all stinking year. You've got travel teams. You've got, you know, these all-star teams that these kids go play on. They can only get better. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that this team is is primed again to make another run. Um, I think that we're going to really surprise some people. I, I think that people are kind of down in, in watching what we did last year, losing the guys that we did like Waldrop and Langford and Rivera. But this is a very, very good baseball team. I can't wait for baseball season, man. I'm I'm excited. The Jack's chase for 40 begins soon. That's right. <laughs> All right. Hey, we got one more surprise question here. Comes from some guy named CJ McCann. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, long time listener, first time caller. What do you think about the college football playoff committee's decision? I'll hang up and listen. Ah, oh, damn, CJ. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. I think they nailed it. Hey, I mean, those were some dang good football games. I don't care who you are. I don't think they could have done any better. Um, could could Georgia maybe? battled michigan a little better i mean who knows i mean hey this is georgia <laughs> this is this is this is my response to florida state fans and uh to cj never heard of uh, that that called in for people that says florida state would have done better or whoever alabama beat georgia right the number one team in the country then they played another number one team in the country michigan Led the whole game and lost in overtime. What more can you ask for? That was a classic game. That was a classic. They 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 were leading the whole game to Michigan had to go on the final drive to to win it, and it came down to a fourth down play on goal line. Let's, so let's, let's, why was that the wrong let's, team? Let's back up. If Jordan Travis had been healthy, we wouldn't have had this conversation. Exactly. It wouldn't have happened. I don't know. Maybe if Mertz was healthy you, too. Huh? Maybe if Mertz was healthy, we beat him. Yeah, that's right. If we could have done the Lord's work, yeah. we wouldn't have to worry about this <laughs> yeah. but, but, the, but the thing is, is you rolled old Chudamaker out there. A, he did not look good versus a very bad Florida Gator defense. Let's be very, very honest about that first and foremost. I don't want to hear, oh, it wasn't as close as it looked or whatever. I'm not talking about that. I'm looking about how he looked with a fully healthy offense. Benson played. Wilson played. Uh, the other cat, Coleman, uh, Coleman played. Uh, Bill was out there. All those cats played with him. Didn't look great. They all played against Louisville. Didn't look great. Michigan defense is 10 times better than both of our defenses. I'm telling you right now, if you rolled that offense up against Michigan, that young man would have been back in the protocol. (laughs) And then you would have had that other, um, I can't even remember the third stringer's name, (laughs) who got just rolled up the whole time versus Georgia. And look, I get all your kids set out. You, you still are going down in history as the worst bowl loss ever. Cry more, Danny. Listen, I understand. I understand. Daniel. Your kids your kids set out, and it changes the game. I get it because we've been a victim of it. 
We've seen it. Absolutely. No, 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 no. Don't ask the Danielle, uh, Danielle uh, Cannell, because that's that's how he's. No, no, Danielle. No, we don't bring him up on this show. You know what I'm saying? That's his name is Danielle. For Danielle to keep crying, and and he had the post about when we lost to Oklahoma. Uh, oh, that's the, the uh, Mullen was crying about his guy. That that's the loser program, etc. I'm, I'm paraphrasing what he said. That's the same thing with Florida State. When you hire mercenaries and not hire guys that care about your program, that's what recruiting is all about. When you were when you recruit guys who come in as mercenaries. They don't care about the University of Florida State or Florida State University. Culture. That's one thing I don't want that's to a, That's what I'm saying. That's the coach. That's why recruiting is important because if you bring in guys that care about the University of Florida, well, Florida State University, then they would have played. But when you bring mercenaries, guys who've been at other universities all the time, and that's what the majority of your roster this year was based off, you're going to have guys that quit on the program, but they don't care about Florida. They don't care about going 14 and 0. You had a chance to go 14 and 0 and prove something. You don't care about that when you're a me guy and you mercenaries and you came into Florida State for that reason. They don't care about the Florida State University. Oh, yeah, but then their, their whole argument shifted real quick. Well, who are you to tell those guys that what they should do about their money and yada, 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 yada? Look, first off, Jane Bell ain't going to be no first, second, third round pick. Nope. Yeah, guys uh, sitting out I'd never heard of. Outside <laughs> of Wilson and Coleman. And Verse. And verse. Yeah, and verse. I'll give you verse what, as well. Did the uh uh what's the D with the white guy? The white the white oh, yeah. he sat out, he didn't play. Yeah, yeah he's really he showed good. Showed up too. in a boot and then didn't have his boot. No, on he him. dropped some cornball quote and then still showed up in sweats and didn't play. Um, you know, like I said, but the, my whole thing is well, you've seen it before where your team get decimated by injuries or you get team you decimated by opt-outs. We didn't get beat by sixty. That's ridiculous. We didn't get outscored by Georgia's scout team 21 to nothing in the second half. And that's half. indicative of, of the talent level they have. Because that's, The only thing this showed was Florida State's severe lack of depth. Now, Florida State recruited a very good class. A little top-heavy, but good players, right? They're all going to be freshmen. But, but what, Florida State trot, what, what Florida State trotted out against Georgia, what you watch play, is going to be their team next year. Whether you like it, good, bad, indifferent, ugly, you'll, they'll add some guys in the portal, sure. Awesome. But yeah, you're counting on all those guys to replace all that production that you're telling me you lost? I'll tell you right now. Terrifying. I'll take Jordan Travis 10 over 10 days over DJ Ukulele. I'll tell you <laughs> yeah. that right now. No, Hurst is DJ a bunch of letters. Don't know you DJ that you coined that. My, you, my, you my coined catchphrase, that. My, no, my catchphrase is actually DJ Onomatopoeia. That's, I thought it was DJ a bunch of letters. Yeah, I like well, that, that was the better. first phrase. And then I, changed it <laughs> yeah, I like, I like that, that one better. better. Yeah. I'm going to put it on a t shirt one of these days DJ Onomatopoeia um, <laughs> and, and slap it on a t shirt and lunchbox and sell it. But, but don't think for two seconds. I mean, You've seen that guy playing for five years. You know what he is. I watched every member of that fan base trash that dude for three years while he was at Clemson. And now you're posting him up. Oh, he's going to be great next year. Don't sell me a damn bucket of lies. Y'all can't even say that. What's that? What's that damn gift with the girl 
and crying while she, you know, when she's doing that, you know, that, that's Florida State fans right now trying to, you know. Listen, I get the upset. I understand you're upset. It's no shame in being upset. Stop pretending like you're not. Like this isn't affecting yeah. you at all. This is this is. I understand you're upset. I understand. You got to be ejected at some point. You got every right to be mad. You got beat by sixty points to Georgia. I understand you lost a bunch of players, but Georgia lost a bunch of players, and you go, oh well, you know, quantity and quality. Blah, blah, blah. My thing was Georgia could lose all those players and not skip a friggin' beat. At least UCF went out and played for their fictional national title. Right. <laughs> <laughs> UCF didn't sit out against Auburn. You guys could have been hanging saying, a banner at Doe Campbell. Hey, if it's me, I understand. I don't have no money on the line. I get that. But if, if I'm so outraged, I want to be out there at least trying to prove something. Like, I guess that's just me. But you know what? If you love your university, you oppose it. Tell me right Tell me right now, yes or no. I'll, 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 let, let's let's do a real hypothetical situation before we get out of here for the day. If Jordan Travis is healthy and they get left out of the playoffs, don't think it's going to happen anyway. But let's just say in some crazy, bizarro world, Jordan Travis is healthy and they still get left out of the playoffs. And Jordan, Jordan Travis can play. Do you think they all – Line up to play Georgia with a healthy Jordan Travis. You think all those guys opt out if Jordan Travis is healthy? I don't know. Nope, I still think I still think I watched, they still. I watch Florida players opt out with a healthy Kyle Travis. But hit, yeah, and there you go. But I'm saying, you know, you saw all these Florida State guys wearing T-shirts. Oh, we're gonna do it for Jordan and all this mess. They don't care about Look the university. That. Did they just quit when you didn't make the top four? Like, oh, you know what, Jordan, we was just bullshitting. Uh, we, we we were doing it for you until that happened. Like I mean, y'all you had can't a chance to tell your lies. You had a chance to go fourteen and zero. That tells me, and then, in your program and then that care about the program. some t-shirts and hung some banners because we know who we're dealing with. But that would have been, they had a chance to be the the winningest program, the winningest class as far as. Yeah, win, have the winning season in, in all time in Florida State history. So you're playing for something because uh, when they won their championships in the BCS, when Winston, they were 13 and 0. This was a chance to go 14 and 0 and and leave something legendary for the rest of your life, and they chose not to. So that tells me you don't have guys in your program because they're mercenaries. That you when you buy players out of the portal that you don't get in recruiting that care about the university, that's what it's all about. And I'll stick to that. That's what when I told my friend the same thing well, who's a Florida State fan. That's what it was point. about. They played for history and they sure as hell made history. <laughs> <laughs> all Touché. right, boys and girls, thank you for tuning in. Thank you as always for sending in your questions. Make sure you do it again next week. And like I said, CJ will have us up a community question hyped up for next week. So make sure you, if when you see that, you drop your answers for that. We'll read those off on the show. We love doing that each and every week. We like getting laughs and sharing memories together. But until then, guys, thank you as always, and go Gators. Go Gators. Go Gators. I hope my sound sounds better, guys. <laughs>